When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. It's been a great week. We hope everyone's had a a sustainable success of a week. If you are new to our show, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel. We also encourage you to follow us also on our Apple podcast, Spotify, and our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, there you can listen to all the great guests that we have on each and every week that we've been doing over, over five years now and giving you words of wisdoms and insights to move your business to the next level, including your personal success. Again, if you are new, we encourage you to participate in our Facebook group, get to know us, and share the things that are going to be important to you. We like to bring in guests and provide content that caters to exactly what you're looking for that will allow to move your business and personal success to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together. What great place to rekindle old relationships, perhaps if you were in a fraternity, sorority, and maybe a business in the past that's now defunct, a great chance to rekindle those old relationships and meet actually new people, perhaps landing your next new job or business partner opportunity. They also offer affinity programs, uh, things that are not available to people at the individual level, including insurance, So this is a great way to uh, learn more about how Alumni Direct can help you to connect at a higher level. It takes all the noise out of social media. There's no notifications. And you can generally authentically connect when the time is convenient for you. So it's a great way to really develop those high-end relationships. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. Well, we have a great show today, and we're going to be talking about the storytelling end of things. And, uh, you know, as we know, we've had some great speakers on our show over the years. Uh, uh, As a professional speaker myself, I love using stories. And there is power when you share your story. And we're going to be talking about the power of sharing your story. And we are going to be graced today with the presence of Jesse Cruz. And before I I mention, bring on Jesse, I'm going to give you a little information about him. He's a professional speaker, storytelling and personal development coach best-selling author, veteran, and a youth advocate. He is the founder and CEO of Merge Worldwide. Jesse inspires others to overcome their challenges and turn pain into purpose. Jesse speaks and coaches at all events all over the world. His passion is to empower people to share their story, to heal from the loss, and grow into their goals. He motivates people to achieve their true potential through his coaching programs. Jesse empowers his clients to overcome adversity and develop success in personal and professional life. His latest book, Losing Faith, Finding Hope, is guide to inspire hope and overcome loss through healing. You'll find out more about where you can get your hands on his book here later. And Jesse's passion is ability to connect with this audience that is unmatched and have made him a highly sought out speaker for top organizations, including the Ronald McDonald House. So that without further ado, we welcome Jesse Cruz to the show. Jesse, how you doing? Chris, I'm doing great today. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. Well, we've you and I had an opportunity to meet uh, last year, and uh, I know you and I uh, have a mutual friend in 
uh, Daniel Gomez, and we've had an opportunity to chat. And I love all the things that you're doing. So with that being said, you know, let's talk about, you know, the power of, of, of you know, sharing your story and why that is so powerful, not only from a speaking perspective on stage, but any aspect, like any aspect where you're, you're, you're building relationships with people and things that can help people to do things that maybe if they're stuck or they're going through challenges, talk a bit, a bit about that. And, you know, you're more than welcome to share anything from your personal story as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed people can become completely transformed when they share their story. So what I mean by that is one of the most freeing things any person can do is to have the courage to talk about what they've experienced in their life. I believe many people are silenced, uh, living in fear, and they're not confident enough to share the challenges, the adversities, the struggles, the trauma, the chaos that they have had to endure throughout their life. And what I've realized when I was going through the most difficult time I've ever experienced, I didn't feel like I could ever share it with anybody. And now, ironically, I share it with the world. And it was one of the most empowering, life-changing decisions I ever made was having the courage to share my story with everyone I come in contact with. Yeah, and you you, you talked about, you know, a lot of times people are reluctant, either one they, they're afraid to be transparent, feeling, fearing what people might say, or they feel like they're imposing on people. And, you know, and some people have been through some really, I mean, difficult situations, losing a loved one. And I know that's the case, you know, you've been through this. And, and with that being said, but, it, but, it, but in a way, we can turn these things in our lives that have happened and make something good that can inspire someone else that we can just touch one life at a time. Talk a little bit about, you know, what maybe from your perspective, your journey that took you to open up and to the point now today where you share freely and you and you share that power to help other people do the same. Yeah. So when I was going through um, a difficult season in my life, the thing that got me through was two things. One, I wrote it down. Right. So I think when you write things down, they become more real. Um, they become more organized, they give you structure, they can give you clarity. Um, obviously, not everybody's meant to be a writer, but everybody should write. I think it's it's helpful for the person to take some time out of their day to reflect, to observe, to evaluate what they've gone through, and what they've experienced for good or for bad. Um, I just think that helps a person move forward, helps them to understand where they've been, and also gives them clarity in the direction that they're heading. And then number two, one of the key things that helped me with getting to the point where I feel open and confident to share my story is starting in a smaller setting where you feel uh, fully known, fully loved, and fully accepted to the point where you can share your story and know that you're not going to get ridiculed, criticized, or have judgment placed upon you. So that's why we spend so much time you know, at our events creating a family environment. You know, we want to become like the family we've always wanted where you can be completely open with what you've experienced and have a place where people are not going to treat you any differently because of the things that you have gone through. But in fact, it's just going to be opposite. We're just going to provide that love and that support no matter what. So it's having that community, having the ability to communicate, whether that you're writing that down, you're speaking it out loud, and then being able to have people around you to love on you and support you through those times. So you have the confidence to share in a more open setting. Well, I love that. And you know what you, you are so right about writing things down, even if you're not a great writer, just writing something down is so powerful. I know 
I've been journaling for 23 years. It was part of my transformation process of overcoming my demons and my challenges, dealing with 12 years addiction, where I would journal following meditation. I didn't have any intention. I just wrote down whatever came to mind. And what I didn't realize is through that journaling, that that those things that I wrote down years later would come out in, in a book. And now I'm not a great writer. I'm a speaker. But yet I was able to take a lot of those things in that journal that it was able to then share with the world through a, through a book. So it's so true, like writing down. You don't have to be a great writer to write things down. And I love what you shared there. Can you talk about like, you know, like a little bit about, you know, you talked about writing and you talked about the, you know, some of the process to really open up. What would you say, like, you know, that, it, that you know, time frame wise that it took you to start seeing, you know, how it helped you and then how that it really unleashed your gift of going out there speaking that allowed you to really, you know, empower people to do the same. Not everyone's going to be a speaker in the audience, but maybe they that empowers them to do something else that they can channel something that's that they looked at as not healthy or not good into something that can be good to help others. Mm-hmm. So can you repeat that question? I just want yeah, to Yeah, sorry, sure. I know that was a mouthful. So like what can you go cover a little bit about the time frame and some of the things that it took you where you realized that you started seeing how you know how by speaking and sharing your story really helped you to really heal and really really open up your strengths as a speaker to help make a difference in, in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So uh, to be just fully transparent, you know, with, with you and your audience, you know, years ago, my wife and I, we had a child who was born prematurely and she was one pound when she was born and moment by moment, we never knew what was going to happen with her. And then after 42 days of her fight, every single day she passed away. Mm-hmm. And that was February 16th, 2017. And I remember walking out of the hospital, empty handed and broken hearted and knowing that I needed serious help, but I was too broken to even seek the help that I needed. Um, so it was a lot of crying. And then I found myself being able to go to counseling and therapy. And, and what really helped me was the writing piece. So I started writing a couple of weeks after her passing and that's what got me through. And so that writing was therapeutic. It helped me organize the, the ideas and thoughts and the emotions that I was experiencing at the time. Um, and then my book came out in 2019. So it was two years after her passing where um, I wrote a book, but I wasn't really telling the full story. Um, that was just talking about things that I've experienced throughout my life, but it wasn't talking about the loss specifically. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until 2021 last year. So it was four years later um, to the point where I started to open it up completely about it. Now, people who talk to me, they all know that because that's part of my story and I share it now. So for me, it took four years for me to open up. I started writing the book about her life in 2019. Um, it didn't get published till 2021. And, you know, like I said, people have different time frames. Uh, some people may feel more comfortable talking openly after a month or a year or 10 years, maybe 20 years. Um, I think it's different for every person. For me, that's what it was. That was the time frame for me. And that's when yeah. I felt comfortable sharing um, the worst day of my entire life with the entire world. And yeah. what the, it's one of the most freeing and empowering things I've ever done. Obviously, it's still uh, sad and it still hurts. And I still struggle with it from time to time. Uh, but it's changed my life to be able to have the strength for once to share it with other people who are feeling like 
nobody understands. Nobody gets the pain. And I just want to be able to provide an environment where it becomes the new norm to be able to talk about these challenges. And it's not something we try to hide and never talk about. So I want to make uncomfortable conversations become more normal. And so people look, they look at me like I'm some kind of hero and I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm just trying to be honest. This is what I feel like. This is how, what I went through. This is how I dealt with it. Did I get it right the whole time? No, I did not. Sometimes I messed up and failed, but you know what? I learned a lot from it and now I just want to help other people do the same. I love that. You know, you know, as, as men, you know, I, I, I had to learn the hard way that, you know, cause I'd always grew up with a father that, you know, transparency and vulnerability were a weakness when in fact it, it's a strength because it's the very thing that killed my father when he was 56, he died of cancer. And it was because of my father's own limiting beliefs and my, and, and really my belief that because he was, he had no transparency or no vulnerability and he kept everything in, it just manifested itself into cancer and, and took his life. And that was the pivot point where I said, you know, you can be transparent and vulnerable. And I, and what you shared there was so powerful that as a man that you can open up and you did it on your time and we're never going to do it great, you know, perfectly. There's no such thing as perfection, but you, you, you went through this process and you made this change and you now you're impacting so many lives of people that are going through similar struggles that are helping them in their personal lives and their businesses and so on. So let's transition from that, you know, and you know, you, you know, now you're sharing these stories what can like storytelling do when you share your story? Like, what do you see some of the things like when people feel enlightened for the first time, like a light, like you get that light bulb goes off. Like, what are the possibilities that, that through that vulnerability and transparency, what can people do as a result of sharing their story to help people? Like what that does for them and what you feel like it can do for other people. Well, I think one of the first impactful things sharing a story does is it builds a connection. So anytime, it doesn't matter the environment, you could be at the office, you could be at the gym, you could be at the grocery store. It doesn't really matter where, if you have the ability to communicate a compelling story, you just build the connection. And so when you're able to connect with people, you're able to go to the next level in your personal life because you're establishing new relationships. You're building what I call relationship relational capital, uh, which is key. And that those are the things that drive the business that you're trying to grow. So telling stories is an amazing way to connect with people. Anytime you're able to do that, just understand that people are going to feel bonded to you, whether the story is sad or whether it's one that's funny, whatever's Whatever the story is, if you're able to communicate a compelling story, it is transformational in the relationships that you share, family, friends, or strangers. Wow, that is powerful. So, so true. And uh, I know for me, like, you know, I've shared my story countless times on stage, whether if it's in a personal development setting or a business setting, corporate setting. Uh, Not that I, you know, it depends on what it is on leadership or communications, but nonetheless, how it can help people impact so many aspects of what they can do better, leading by example, communicating at a higher level, and really connecting with people where, you know, that, that, that connection can really lead to higher productivity, efficiency, and profitability. Love it. We got about two minutes to the break. I wanted to see if there was anything else you wanted to share that we didn't cover yet in this segment about the power of story, using stories. Yeah. So another amazing thing that stories can do is you could try to teach somebody a lesson 
And if you tie it to a story, their brain actually works harder to understand because it, it stimulates both hemispheres of your brain. And so if you're trying to teach a lesson, whatever the topic is, a person is able to comprehend and relate to that story more accurately once you're tying in your fact, your stat, your um, your data, and you're tied into a story, a lesson you're trying to teach around a story, people are going to be more receptive and more knowledgeable, and um, they're going to be able to respond more effectively whenever you share something that's connected with the story. So it's just always important to understand that when you're trying to make a point. You know, I even do this with my children sometimes. Yeah. They don't want to hear a lecture from dad, but if I can tie the, if I can tie my point into a story, my kids can kind of comprehend it in a different way. Wow. I love that. Love that. It's so important in all role and duties in our life. As a, like you said, being a dad, being a, a son, being a husband and, you know, being a leader in your community, a leader in your business or working for someone. It's so, so important. Well, we got more to come here with Jesse Cruz about the power of, of using stories you know, and helping to elevate your business and helping to move your personal life forward, the power it can help make and helping someone to make that decision to do something to improve their lives. We got more to come and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. We're here with uh, Jesse Cruz. We're talking about the power of sharing your story, whether if you are a speaker, whether if you are just talking one person, one-on-one, one-to-few, one-to-many how powerful this can make a difference, not only in our personal lives to help others do the same, but also in our businesses. How can this elevate our business to make stronger connections that lead to more sustainable business? Jesse, you, you know, we went, we covered a little bit about your backstory. We talked a little bit about, you know, the, the art of transparency and vulnerability and how, you know, using storytelling can really make an impact on someone's life. Can you discuss some of the storytelling techniques to connect? With you know, in this case, if you're a speaker with your audience, or even if it's a, a person talking one on one, 
whatever capacity that may be to help the audience get a better understanding. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So this is a technique that's not necessarily just story oriented, but it's speaker oriented. Um, If you implement this strategy into your story, it makes the story more compelling. So for example, I'm just going to do a brief example. Okay. Sounds just like this. I was walking into the store and suddenly a man with a gun walked in, pointed it directly at my head. Now, if I change that up and and it goes like this, a man walked into the store and had a gun and pointed directly at my head. I said the same thing. I said the same thing. The difference with the difference with that is the pace and the cadence. So it's what I call the power of the pause. So if you can build pauses into your stories, it builds suspense. It leaves people on the edge of their seat. It leaves them wanting to know more and to hear more. So when you are telling a story, it's not about telling it is fast. It's actually a lot of times just the opposite. If you can tell a story with a slower pace, it's more impactful, no matter what the story is about. So anytime you're talking, whether it's business related, a personal story, if you find a moment to build in brief pauses, it is completely a a game changer. And the reason why it's so difficult to do is, is one of the main reasons why people do not pause in their speaking is because they are insecure with silence. Mm. So as our brains are always, you know, that's why we're always scrolling on social media. That's why we're always talking, listening, doing something. We're always trying to multitask. Our brains are not um, ready to make the adjustment to just do one thing at a time, right? And so that's why when you hear speakers talk, they may go, um, er, ah, or they'll just go talk really fast. And the reason why is they don't want the silence because they think it might be a little awkward. And it's actually that silence is what makes the speaking so impactful. Um, So I always encourage people, share your story, put in a pause. And you want to put in a pause when you're trying to make a valid point. So if you're trying to say something dramatic, something like a climactic scene, something that's powerful and impactful in your story, do not just brush over it, pause. And what that does is one very powerful thing to pause does other than the things I just shared is that when you're speaking, it gives your audience a chance to digest what you just shared. See, when you speak without pausing, you almost do what's called, I I call it the buffet. You're trying to cram all the food and all the words at one time and they can't digest it all. So if you just give them a bite at a time, a bite at a time, bite at a time, it allows them the space to say, ah, mm. I get it. That That's makes so sense. true. I love what you just said because a pause is powerful because it keeps the attention, right? Because when you, when you say an ah or an um or go right into something, they check out. It's like automatic, like, oh, they might go to their phone. They might look over here. But I love what you just said there. And I know, uh, I know Toastmasters used to teach that, well, they still do, you know, back in the day, the ahs and the ums, eliminating that. Talk about like, like what you feel, like what are some of the things that you've seen? And I'd like you to share some other techniques, please do during this segment. But about that pause, because of that higher engagement, what is the likelihood now that you've gotten through to that person? And then that, what's that going to help you in your business 
but also in essence, what's more, even more important, you're helping that person to do something, to make a decision that could change the quality or course of their life. I think when people are speaking and they're able to slow their pace, it actually can show a different level of confidence because you don't feel rushed and feel anxious um, because when a, when a speaker is anxious, they're more likely to talk very fast and to use those filler words. But when they slow down long enough, it provides a place where you feel compelled to want to listen because you understand that you're creating a space for them to go, hmm, you're creating a space for them to think. And when you're able to do that, it establishes a connection and people can see that vulnerability. They can see the transparency and they want to connect with you more because they feel like you're a human being, right? Because you're just talking with them as opposed to talking at them. Mm -hmm. So although you may be leading or facilitating the conversation, you are not superior and above them. Um, you're just holding a different position for that time frame. So that puts you in the audience at a level where you can connect differently. And that is that you are above them, but you are with them. Just for this moment, you are holding a position that commands attention. And the power of that pause helps people to feel connected because they can have the time to comprehend what you just shared. And therefore, that it creates reciprocity. And they feel compelled and confident that as you spoke and created a space for people to think, you would do the same thing for them in a conversation. I love that. We do, we've talked a lot about here on Sustainable Success, Jesse, about leadership, leading by example, transparent leadership. And you just illustrated that clearly because great leaders, servant leaders serve from the back. They're they, they're with the people. They're, they're, not, they're not above them. They're not telling them what to do. They're with them and sharing with them and empowering them to make their own decisions and to own their role and duties. And you're so correct about when you can pause and get that engagement, they feel like you're with them. It's part of that process that like you said, and so important and, 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 and helping. That's going to help everybody out. It's going to help you because you're now, you know, they're going to look at you as a leader, someone that could help guide them. And it's helping them move their lives and their businesses forward. What are some other techniques you can share? Because I think that power of pause is, is powerful, what you just shared. Anything mm-hmm. else you can, you can share from techniques that can work really well? So anytime you're sharing a story, you must have some type of challenge. So if I tell you a story about how I had a perfect day and everything went just the way I imagined it would go, and there were no challenges along the way, that story's not compelling. So I compare that, like if you watch a movie, any it does not matter the movie. It could be um, a Disney movie. It could be your favorite action movie. It does not matter. Every movie you've ever watched, if it's at any good value, has conflict throughout the entire movie. Because conflicts are what create stories. If there's no conflict, there's no story. The story must have conflict. So if you're telling a story, and it's all good stuff, it's not really a good story. And on the opposite side, if it's all bad stuff, it's not a good story. So what I call, you must have a blend of the two. I refer to that as the roller coaster ride. So a good story is going to have moments of things are going well, 
then they weren't going well. Then they were going well, then they weren't going well because it lets the people know that you're dealing with the ups and downs, the roller coaster of life, just like everybody else. So a compelling story will have a blended mix of good things and bad things put together. Mm, so true. And, and, and it also, would it be safe to say that when we can share a good story where there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, a difficult part, a challenge, a bad part, and then there's a ha- there's a happy ending. You know, it doesn't mean it's perfect, but it you know th- how someone got went through. That really illustrates, like, a, on a subconscious level. Ask, let me know if you can cover that because I think it's so important. Like the values, like what people become in that process. Not only what you've become because you've experienced it, but you're like you're you're sharing from those values that people connect on that they can be more humble and grateful for that experience. Would that be safe to say? With that, like when, when people hear a story, like, and even if they're in the bad part of that story, they can relate to because that's what they're going through. They can see the silver lining or the rainbow is not far away. Every story should include some sort of either what's called an aha moment or, yeah. or a transformational moment, right? It's where the story started, the character was here. When the story ended, they were here. So if the story is where everything stays the same, the story didn't, the character in the story did not make any sort of transformation. Therefore, the story is not as interesting. So every story should lead a character from one place to the next. Mm, I love that. And, it, and it's just like, if you think about it, you know, like if you're a salesperson and you're doing a presentation for a, a you know, like maybe a client, maybe there's more than two people or three people in the room. It's the same thing with a presentation. Like you're you're starting with something, the challenge, and then what you know, what are some things, what are some other things that people have done? And here's our here's what can be done better, and then providing a solution, you know. So it's very similar in those ways, even from a business perspective. And you just illustrated it so well. There's got to be both because how can people relate to that? And would it be safe to say, even when they relate to you as a speaker? If you didn't go through this process personally, where you had this challenge you went through in life, in this case with your daughter, and you were still talking about it, it wouldn't be relatable. Because, but the fact that you did, you've walked in their shoes and they're hearing this and using the power of pause and everything that you've shared so far, that makes you so relatable, like to that person that they, 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 they desire to, to, to want more from you and, and what you can share to help them help themselves. Would that be safe to say? Yeah. So you just kind of touched on another strategy. Um, you just segued right into that. And so, you know, when I'm talking on stage or I'm communicating with people, if I'm sharing that particular story about my daughter's passing, you know, it's called the universal question that you can implement at some point through your speaking. So if I ask my audience, how many people in this room have lost a child? Um, some hands might go up, maybe. Okay. Not everyone can relate to the loss of a child. They just can't. But if I frame the question differently, how many people in this room have lost someone or something important in their life? Yeah. Different question. Different question. Everybody's hand goes up. Now every hand has gone up. I've established rapport. We're all in this together because we all have suffered loss. So you storytelling strategy is to include something that everyone can relate to in some way. Yeah. That's so true. Because now, like you said, you, you're going to be relatable 
to more people because the people had, they lost either a parent, uh, a spouse, a sibling, a best friend, whatever that case may be, there's going to be more. Can you talk about also that, and this is, and this has happened to me because I've been speaking a long time. Sometimes you're going to get people in an audience that perhaps maybe you rub them. It's not that you rubbed them the wrong way, but they, they didn't hear what they wanted to hear and they could have heckle you or they could do, but still that story, even though it sounds like, wow, I didn't get through to them. In essence, you, in a way you did, because it just may, you may have caught them off guard. They're not, they just didn't want to hear it at that time, but yet it did trigger something that could trigger that aha moment. Did, can you explain, can you go over experience like that where, where that's happened? Cause I think that can, is also powerful in a way too. And I, and I know that's happened to me before. <laughs> I'm it wasn't, it's not necessarily fun at the time, but, but it, 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 but in hindsight, that person comes back to you and says, you know, you woke me up, but I, at the time I hated you when you said it. <laughs> and you know what the, the ironic thing about it too, I, I, I laughed because it happened to me recently. So it was not like speaking on like a physical stage, yeah. um, but it was, it was someone on social media. I was sharing some um, information that I had that I thought was encouraging and motivational yeah. to help and encourage people. And this person who I, I don't even know, um, got on there and, and literally like verbally attacked me, like, yeah. like aggressively, my character, like called me like bad names and said, everyone who listens to me is I'm the biggest fraud on earth. And, and she just starts saying all these like terrible things yeah. um, publicly. So everyone can see, you know, and I remember in that moment, I had a decision to make, right? Do I get on social media and turn this into a war? Do I do that um, to defend my name, right? Because my ego was hurt. And because she tried to slander me, I need to defend myself, right? So that's the first thing I, I thought I should do. You know, and then I just paused and I reflected and I prayed. And I was like, you know what? This is exactly what this person wants, they want to get, they want to put me down so they can raise themselves up. Absolutely. So I decided that I was not going to respond uh, to that message. You know what I mean? And actually I'm truly thankful for that individual. And the reason why I say that is because they challenged me. Right. And, and for that moment, I had to evaluate myself. Did I say something that could have caused offense? Um, did I share something that was inappropriate? Did I say something that could be interpreted in a negative or wrong? Or am I triggering somebody by this statement? You know, so I had to really evaluate myself. And so I was like, you know what? As much as it bothered me in that moment for a split second, well, what they said about me, it was one of the best things that happened to me. Um, because it made me realize that, Jesse, you're not too big for criticism. Okay, you're still a human being. You still make mistakes and mess up. And there's people out there that may not always be impressed with you or like you. And that's okay. And I'm not for everybody. And I need to accept that. Not every person is for, is my person and I'm not for everyone. And they humbled me really more than anything. And I, and I read it over and I was like, you know what? Like she helped me today because she helped my character grow. She helped react. You didn't react to her. And I love your answer, what you did, because that's happened to me throughout my career, you know, I've had, you're never going to be everything for everyone. And you don't, you, you, she wanted you to feed into that. And you didn't, you took the high road and, and was professional. And you know what, even though that might, you know, you might've reflected where, you know, what could I have done again? You're never going to, you're never going to appeal to everyone, but 
the people that do respect you and that did engage that they were probably saying, God, he, what a, what a great guy. He didn't, he didn't fall right into it. He didn't react to it. And you just really elevated yourself as a storyteller or someone that engages to those people that, that really see your content that matters. So I really loved how you answered that. And it's so important. And, and the thing is, we're, you know, we can never, we can never uh, control what someone's going to perceive what we said. And they're going to be people like that. They're just going to attack people for whatever reason, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they're having a bad day. They're going through something and something triggered something. But nonetheless, I think what you shared was powerful. And I think uh, people listening and those that are listening later uh, at the show will, will learn from what you just shared. I think that that was highly powerful. We got about a minute to the break. Uh, Jesse, anything you want to summarize or add to what we talked about, what you shared here about techniques with storytelling? Yeah. Implementing these techniques can be done anywhere. It could be, it doesn't have to necessarily be on a stage. It could be in the boardroom. It could be at the business meeting. It could be a conversation with your spouse, your children. It could be a social media post. Uh, these are just simple little things that could be implemented in everyday communication with people, text messages, phone calls, video message. It can be communicated in any kind of way. Wow. It's so, so true. So everyone taking notes, what Jesse is sharing, they, everything doesn't mean that, like he said, doesn't, doesn't mean you have to be a speaker. This can happen with your spouse, with your business partner, your kids, uh, you know, your, your staff. It's so important. So, you know, take notes of this. Go back, listen to the show in its entirety here later today. Jesse has shared a lot of golden nuggets here. And he is being highly transparent. So I'm hoping everyone is connecting at a deep level with what he's saying and how this can really impact and help you. But we got more to come with Jesse as we come back talking about the power of sharing your story. And we will be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the power of sharing your story with Jesse Cruz. 
Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Again, they are a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships, develop new ones, and an opportunity to really come in and share in an authentic, genuine way without all the noise of social media. No ads, no notifications, and again, not feeling like you got to be sucked in when you don't have the time to do so. You come in on your time, and again, giving you more transparency to share all types of content that really can connect at a deeper level with the people that you can relate to that you went to school with, or perhaps just went to your school and you're meeting them for the first time. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. So Jesse, you, you had shared a lot of great information about you know, the power of sharing your story, you know, how it impacts not only as a speaker, but just in everyday life as a business person. You talk about your personal story. You, t- you shared with us some powerful techniques, especially you know, that power of pause, which is critical and so important. I know you just came out with a book, you know, Losing Faith, Finding Hope, and a guide to inspire and uh, hope and overcome loss through healing. And you did cover a little bit of that today with your personal story. Can we talk a little bit about the book and some of the things of, you know, what you're doing, you know, you know, around the book and really helping, you know, people through what you've done, what you really do best through your speaking and, of course, you know, through your storytelling? Yeah, so... It's been interesting to see. So I, I use a, a quick story as an example. Uh, years ago, uh, I was in college and my daughter had passed away and everybody in the school knew about it. And they were very you know, sympathetic for me and my loss. And an individual who I was friends with in the class came up to me right after my daughter had passed away. It was like a few days after. Like, few days after I came back from the school. So I took time off for a little while and I eventually came back and it was maybe the first or second day back. And he walks up to me and he goes, Hey, Jesse, I just want to let you know, I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. And years ago, I lost a child and I didn't know that about him. And when he said that, I was like, Whoa. And we had talked later on about that conversation he had kept that to himself for over 40 years. Wow. He had never shared that with any other person other outside of him and his wife. He so never this could have been like your dad. I mean, this could have been somebody, your dad, like maybe, you know, like a parent, right? You know, and he held oh, that yeah. in for that long. He held that in for 40 plus years. He never shared it with anybody. Wow. And I was like, this is why I share because you never know what it does to give an encouragement for someone who may have been keeping this in and, they just needed to see somebody else have the, someone has to be the one to go first. You know, why not you? Why not me? Someone has to be the one to say, I'll be the one. And then therefore it gives permission to everybody else to become one too. And that one is simply someone brave enough to say, this is what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that book has provided that platform for people to just to be a human being and it's okay. Well, here, like you said, this is a man who's bottled this up for 40 years and who knows to what level, but, you know, you give it, you gave him a reason to find hope, you know, where he could now share it and probably helped him not only emotionally, which obviously is the first part, but you know, you probably helped him physically because a lot of that emotional baggage that we carry around affects us physically. I know my father passed away at the age of 56 of cancer. And, and to this day, it was because of his own emotional baggage that he could never open up. He was, 
as closed as like an oil drum. I mean, it was just nothing. And that, and it just manifested it in the cancer and his passing. I know for me was the eye opener because I was doing the same thing. And I opened up, I began to open up, become transparent and it's helped my improve my overall well being. And that was 23 plus years ago. And it changed the quality of my life. My father's passing changed my life. You know, it was the greatest gift that he ever gave when, when I had that moment with him where he couldn't talk, but I remember that. So I love what you just shared about this gentleman and I'm sure people listening can, what are some other things from the book that you cite? You know, I'm sure you shared some things today with us from the book as well, but anything else that, you know, that you want to highlight from the book, because we want to make sure people get their hands on that book and to find, Mm -hmm. uh, find hope for themselves. Yeah. So a compelling thing that I, discovered along this journey, you know, when my daughter's passing is I remember spending a lot of time in prayer, you know, wanted to stay alive, wanted to, to make it out of here. And I prayed for something that didn't happen, right? It didn't happen the way I wanted it to. I didn't get what I prayed for, right? So I began to question the existence of God. How, how could, how could an all loving, all powerful, all just God allow something like this to happen. It just didn't make no sense to me. And I struggled with that, you know, because I felt like we were really good people and good parents. And we just went through a complete tragedy that why would he allow such a terrible thing to happen to us? And I realized through that situation is that God is not circumstantial. Whether God gives you what you prayed for or he doesn't, does not change the character of God because God is outside of our circumstances, our time and space. So to think that I pray for this thing and I get it. Okay. God loves me. I pray for this thing. I don't get it. God doesn't exist or doesn't love me or doesn't care. I just realized God is still going to be God. No matter what happens in your life for good or for bad, it does not change who God is. Nothing that any human being can do can change who God is. Yeah, no, that's so powerful. And and again, uh, uh, you know, coming from your 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 experience, your your journey through that process, and that's so powerful. Now, in this case, you speak on this, but now you've illustrated this in 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 written form in your book. So it's just another platform that you've really you're you're connecting with people to really maybe they've lost hope and they've they lost their faith because of a similar incident or or, or situation. And now that they can find that hope again, they can turn a tragedy or something negative into a positive that can help so many people. Uh, I love that. Anything else like from the book that you feel like, you know, that kind of sticks out? I know you're, you're, you're doing some workshops um, in the area of storytelling, you know, is, is, a, is a book have also a big part in helping really get that out there? And Yeah, I think anytime, any part, this is not just for me, this is for all of humanity. Once you're able to write a book, and now not everyone is meant to be an author, but everyone should at least write at least one book. I truly believe everyone has at least one book in them, right? Something from their life that should be shared. The amount of opportunity that having that book creates is beyond your wildest dreams. It opens doors that have been locked, and all of a sudden you have a book, and that becomes the key. It tears the hinges right off. It busts down the doors and the barriers of places that you could never get to, never see, never experience. So 
the book has created so many more connections for me, so many more opportunities. And I'm thankful for every single one of them. And it came from the power of putting pen to paper and then sharing my story. Wow. That's good. So great. And just like, like, you know, Jesse, just, you could share briefly just, you know, with the audience, even if it's for a minute or two, you know, you and I are no different from anyone, right? You know, it's not like, oh, it takes a certain type of person to speak on a stage or to open up and write a book and do that. It can be, it can be anybody. It's just the only buddy that's holding themselves back from that happening and sharing their story is you, that person. But it takes a person like you to give people that hope that they can do it, and that that you know that it, it doesn't require a certain person to do it. Anybody can do it. Would that be safe to say? That goes for all walks of life. Absolutely. Yeah. The biggest thing stopping you is always you. Yeah. It ain't nobody else. Exactly. 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 Unless we allow it, right? You know, we allow a, a, someone to Im, Im, impact or influence us to say otherwise. So true. Anything you would like to share about, you know, you're, you're going to be hosting some um, events in, in your area of Niagara Falls area, Buffalo. Anything that you can share a little bit about what you're going to be doing in your with your storytelling uh, master classes, master workshops and so on. Absolutely. So we have what's called the Mike Story Speaker Competition in Niagara Falls, New York, uh, May 20th and 21st. We're really excited about it because what it's going to do, it's going to give speakers from all over the country an opportunity to share their story. They're going to have, they're going to have the opportunity to share a personal story and a professional story. So it gets to see people from two different lenses. We are still human beings just like anybody else. This is what I've gone through. This is the adversity. And despite the adversity, the professional side, this is what I've accomplished. So it gives people to see from two different lenses. Uh, we have times for networking. We have event planners and event organizers in the room looking to hire speakers for future events, which is huge. Uh, we have a lot of media coverage for the speakers. And it's a win-win. And then, you know, the winner, of course, it's a competition. So the winner gets a $2,000 cash prize. And so it's just there to compete and make it competitive because we want someone to win. We want people to improve. We want them to grow. We want them to be challenged. Uh, most of all, we want them to be successful and connect with other like-minded people. That's great. We want to make sure that, again, you take advantage and learn more. Read out, reach, reach out to Jesse about that. So if you do got a, something in you that you feel like you can do this and you can Find that that hope that you can get on stage to share. Uh, absolutely. I think this is a great opportunity to contact Jesse to take advantage of that. So, Jesse, is this going to be in Niagara Falls? It, 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 will it be at a certain location, like a, a center or a hotel, uh, that type of thing? Yeah, it's uh, so it'll be right at the Sheraton, right downtown. It's literally walking distance to the falls, centrally located, beautiful spot. Yeah, so it's going to be right downtown Niagara Falls, a great place for people to go to. Uh, well, hopefully everything will will be opened up now. And even, even if you got some, we, we have Canadians listening to this, that shouldn't stop you Canadians from Ontario from coming down to Jesse's event because you're not that far. So hopefully things will get a lot better where we can uh, start crossing the border again without any issues with the COVID stuff. So Jesse, this has been really, really helpful stuff. And we still got some time to share. Anything else that we'd like to talk about, you know, that we, we covered, that you covered today about, storytelling uh you know anything that you could share in the next few minutes that because i want to also give you time later to uh, also let people know where to find you how to contact you anything else that you that maybe we you, you, we didn't talk about or you just want to reinforce again because i think this has been a powerful discussion what you've shared with us today 
Yeah. So just, this is just another thing to think about when you are sharing a story, this, any story that you share, um, there's going to be some sort of character, right? And what happens is the character has a problem, right? And that, and that's where the story begins to develop and unfold. So, you know, when you're sharing your story, there's a character who has a want or desire, but there's some opposition or obstacle getting in the way. So every good, compelling story is going to have a hero and it's going to have a villain. So you got to have both. So being able to incorporate how that villain or that opposition or that obstacle tries to stop the hero from getting what they want is key. And then talking about who's going to guide that character uh, to the victory. Those are just some simple things to include. Uh, People love the idea of good versus evil. Uh, Basically, almost every movie is based on that Uh, TV show, whatever you watch. There's there's some opponent. There's some uh, some obstacle. And so it's making sure to include those obstacles in your story. It is so key because, like I said, that's what it's like almost like the underdog theme. Like they're supposed to be a hero, but then the, the, the dark forces come crashing down on them and it doesn't look like they can get there. Um, so in the storytelling, it's a very good thing to practice how you're going to put these obstacles in the place of the story to make it look like it's impossible for the hero to win. And at the last possible second, of course, we come out victorious if we don't give up because your story is your power and it's time to take your power back. Love it. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for taking the time today to be with us. You shared such valuable insight. You're very humble and, and again, come from gratitude. And, you know, you really demonstrated the power of sharing your story. Thank you for being here. I want to make sure that we give the, you know, give you the opportunity to let the audience know, you know, you shared about your event. Um, you know, how can they get their hands on the book? You know, how can they get in contact with you and anything else that you'd like to share? Yeah. So for people who want to order the book, Losing Faith, Finding Hope, you can just type that title right in onto Amazon. You'll, you'll find it right in there. It's on paperback or Kindle. And then for people who want to contact me directly, if they have any more questions about storytelling or events, uh, my name is Jesse Cruz on Facebook. It's Jesse Cruz Speaks on Instagram. You could also email me at authorjessecruz at gmail.com. I'm able to get you're able to connect with me there for any questions that you have about any of our uh, live events coming up for 2022. Wow. That's great. Well, we highly encourage everybody again, reach out, reach out to Jesse. Uh, you know, there's a, you know, get your hands on the book, give, maybe get, you know, buy an extra copy, give it to a loved one as a gift. I mean, you could actually help somebody to open up for the first time and start either, either writing things down about something or getting on a stage at Jesse's event to really start to open up their lives for the better and help impact others. So we highly encourage you to do that. Very important. Again, Jesse, thank you so much for being here. We want to thank you listeners for being here each and every week, the sustainable success way. Again, our show is dedicated to bringing in guests like Jesse, sharing their words of wisdom to take your personal success and business to the next level. We are all about here sharing versus telling and enlightening you and empowering you to take that information to decide what that means to you to elevate your business and personal success to the next level. Well, we hope everyone has a great rest of your week, and we're going to see you next Thursday here at the same time. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you next week.
Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.